0: Welcome to Canada's Podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. So, Michael, welcome to Canada's Podcast. Uh, You know, nice to have you on. Um, And as I usually say, let's kick off by you telling us a little bit about who Michael Devenny is and, and your background and why you're here on Canada's Podcast, you know, the, the number one entrepreneurial podcast in Canada.
1: Well, I'm I'm really happy to be on the show. That's the first thing I appreciate it, and uh, I always say I'm a I'm a unique combination of of things. So I'm an entrepreneur. Inside of me is probably an economic developer um, and an analyst, mm-hmm. um, and I also um, have a mental health issue. So I have PTSD, chronic mm-hmm. form. Mm -hmm. And uh, that has developed over the years, Um, and it makes being an entrepreneur uh, quite a bit more interesting. Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest reasons uh, I'm very open about it is I wanted to show people that you could be just as creative, just as effective, just as productive, um, having a mental health challenge as anybody else would. Mm-hmm. And I, it's not really a great way to look at it, but I think when I went through a pretty severe depression about six years ago, it was a positive inflection point for me. It really opened me up to um, what life I think is about, what business is about, mm-hmm. and how I can have a much more meaningful impact mm-hmm. you know, going
0: forward. That's kind of where I'm at. So. You know, I looked at your background and you certainly kind of were pretty established in the corporate world and, 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 and you know in the early part of your life. You know, what made you become an entrepreneur because you were you had a very good good position in in in, in, in sort of the, the finance sector kind of thing.:
1: uh, I'm a very difficult employee, um, so um, I like my independence, uh, not just flexibility, but I like independence. So I was constantly coming up against the walls uh, that were around me. And I am someone who always has ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to pursue those ideas, even though sometimes many of them don't really go the way you'd hoped. Mm-hmm. And within the um, corporate world, that's not really the room that I was able to have. And I felt that um, that going the entrepreneurial route was the best the best path for me. Mm-hmm. I definitely miss the uh <laughs> definitely miss the income that mm-hmm. I used to have. Um, but I'm definitely uh, I I enjoy the ability to to test new ideas, to see what's gonna work, to try things out and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And that's kept my life a lot more interesting and um the businesses I've had have done well. So mm-hmm. uh, all in all, it's been it's been a good journey.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. That journey, tell us a little bit more about that entrepreneurial journey. you know, I mean, I personally think entrepreneurs are wired a little differently. You jumped out of uh, of corporate world um, uh, you know there was something there that made you do the jump. you know what was that i mean what what was what was the desire to take on risk on your own back and, and, and build something?
1: Um, I think to a great extent, I like being responsible for myself. Um, I, I saw different ways to do things. Um, it didn't fit within the corporate world. And I felt there was value in, in what I thought um, was the right direction to take and I'm quite comfortable with risk. I've always been 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 that way, and uh, felt that I'd rather have the freedom to pursue things and and fail if I had to, but to at least try them. and And I didn't want to spend a life in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, <laughs> I really like being able to color outside the lines. I like being able to to um, work the way I want to. I god i hate asking for permission uh so um that that never fit very well Mm -hmm. and um i thought it was worth the risk Mm
0: -hmm. so you know um let's talk about where you're at in life you know we've talked about mental health and just for those that kind of jumped in on on this you know you're you're one of a, a couple of entrepreneurs as well as bdc that we're interviewing kind of as, as part of a uh, a mental health and wellness special that I think just to let other entrepreneurs know that they they you know that, that although they're resilient and, and and driven people, they can't always avoid you, you know mental health issues. Um, maybe you can just sort of really focus a little bit on that. And 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 how you you've fought that and worked through it and built yourself, you know, solid business basically. And the the journey for me, um, there's always been a
1: there's always been a mental health issue there. I just never wanted to admit it or 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 deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had depression uh, incidences uh, since I was in my uh, late teens. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt the way to deal with that was to work longer and harder hours. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I've always been, as most people would say, fairly driven in terms of working towards something and doing everything I had to do to get there. Mm -hmm. Uh, 70 hours a week never never bothered me or how I felt never bothered me. It was uh, probably even 20 years ago that I first experienced um, kind of a deeper bout of depression. And the answer for me at that time was medication and opening up a second business. Mm -hmm. And I felt if I had more things to take up my time, I would have time to think about what was going wrong. Mm -hmm. So I put everything I had into the second business and about six years ago, everything really came to a head. Mm -hmm. So I have, um, I have PTSD. Uh, It's a, it's a complex form from, from chronic childhood abuse. And, I've also made up my mind, I'm gonna be very open about it because unfortunately not a lot of people talk about it. And I think the more that we uh, talk about it or open about it, the less stigma that's attached to it and the more people understand what it's like. Um, six years ago, I went through a really severe depression despite the success of the businesses that I had. And, and someone asked me the other day, do I have any good memories You know, looking back? at the businesses I had before. And the sad thing is I started laughing about different stories uh, that, that, you know, experiences I had in those businesses. Mm -hmm. And what struck me as sad is that I never took time to enjoy the journey when I was there. I was always focused on what was next, what had to be done, what do we have to reach for? and um just nothing was ever seemed to be enough and that that had a lot to do with my psychology but Mm -hmm. i think a lot of entrepreneurs are like that we're Mm -hmm. we're really trying to show that we can do something Mm -hmm. um the depression six years ago uh, honestly took me out um it was just at a point where i couldn't function and and run the businesses so I ended up selling one business to my business partner and the other one to my uh, employees at that time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, all of a sudden, I was left with no business, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt like I was weak. I felt that there was something wrong with me um, and inside of me as this analyst, as I mentioned, so within about a month, I thought, well, I have to know, is it just me or other other people like me? so I um, launched the mindset project, which was a research study into entrepreneurs, mental health and decision-making. Mm-hmm. And I look back now and I can't believe I got 425 entrepreneurs to take an hour to, uh, to answer surveys. And, uh, what came through to me very quickly was boy, I was not alone. Um, so I was in good company. And in fact, it's one of the more prevalent professions where people will face mental health challenges Mm -hmm. and that started me down the road of why do so many entrepreneurs face anxiety depression and, and other types of mental health issues and what really hit me was it was the way we work um we're so closely identified with the business it almost becomes a fusion like a lot of people will identify with them being a broadcaster with them being um, an accountant, a lawyer, a doctor. For for entrepreneurs, it's a fusion. So so I am the business, the business is me. So if things are going well, I feel good about myself. If things start to go south, I don't feel so good about myself. And if things um, fall, um, you fall with it. So exactly. that was something that really hit me. And then it was the expectation, like the expectations we put on ourselves. Um, no one ever told me, we had to grow by 25% or whatever it is a year. I just, that's something I believed I had to do. And I always thought that whenever, like if you called and said, Mike, I need this by Monday. Yeah, I can do that, no problem. Knowing full well, I don't know when I'm gonna get that done, but I'll, I'll do what I have to do to, to, to get there. So all that together really got me thinking about, we really have to have better working environments. Like we really have to treat ourselves better. And um, because the instant rate of, of, of depression, particularly for entrepreneurs is four times that of the general public. So it's, it's definitely something that, that we hit and we also isolate and don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. So the new business I started uh, within six months of me (laughs) coming out of the other two, um, and someone said, why couldn't you have just taken a job? I said, "Eh, that's, that's just not who I am. So I started another business called work insights where we really focus on measuring the working environment and understanding how to shape it more proactively so we can both have performance and well-being at the same time. So that's kind of a long way around, but that's that's really how I got where I am today. And I have to say, I did expect when I did the mindset project, I, I had I had this vision of all entrepreneurs kind of standing with me and saying, yes, like this is what I face too. What I found is that no one wanted to stand with me. And mm. so people would talk privately, but they would not talk public, publicly. So there's this concern that if, if I actually am open about the challenges I'm facing and the struggles that I, that I feel, then investors will question me. Mm. Uh, clients can question me. Teams will question me. And I understand that and I appreciate it. And that's one of the unfortunate aspects of of this um dragon's den life that everybody seems to feel we have to lead Mm -hmm. um and when i started the new business i wanted to be really open about who i am what what i'm going through and really show that i can still be successful i can still be creative i can still be productive in fact i'm more so now than ever um my team know everything about me they're not my therapist but I wanted them to understand that if I'm having an off day, it's got nothing to do with them, and in so fact, it's created this really trusting environment where we have—I always say—we have conversations, not meetings, and um, they're open.
0: So you've, you've, you've gone through a lot. Okay, I'm just sort of wondering, having you know, this audience—the audience that listens to us—it looks at us. There's a lot of entrepreneurs that is, you know. Is there anything that you can kind of distill down into, you know, how you've overcome that the challenge, the challenges, the the, the health challenges that you've met to keep and keep growing and you know keep going and growing if you like, um, in terms of you know another another entrepreneurial you know exploit if you like. I think a lot of it has to do with, you know,
1: I've, I've kind of, I try really hard to be present. I don't succeed a lot. Um, Like part of the entrepreneur is always looking ahead Mm -hmm. and, and your mind is always on a lot of different things. And I really hesitated with meditation because all I was ever doing was making lists in my head when I was supposed to be meditating. (laughs) So um, I questioned, you know, how it would work for me, but, but it actually does. I meditate every day now, Mm -hmm. but um, more than anything else, it was finding the right therapist. And I'm, I'm going to be a bit different probably than others in this one is that a lot of times the first stop that people will make is to your GP um, who, who doesn't generally have time. And as soon as they hear, you know, I'm not sleeping like I used to. Um, I seem to be, you know, ruminating it up all the time. So, well, let me take the edge off here's a prescription for an anti-anxiety, antidepressant, it'll be fine. And all of a sudden, we're on medication. Um, I'm on a medication that I'm addicted to, and I'm going to have a really hard time getting off of it. So I I think what entrepreneurs need to do is, if you find yourself being tired, even when you haven't done anything, so when you get up in the morning, you feel really tired, that's not a good sign. If you're not just worrying, but you're ruminating, you're thinking about what you could have done, should have done, will do, won't do, what's gonna happen, what do they think? So when you're starting down those roads of just that constant chattering, um, there's probably something going on and you're starting down a road. The greatest thing about going down that road is you can turn around at any point. Um, I think finding a therapist to talk to, finding someone that you can just be open and honest about Everything that's going on makes a huge difference. And it can be a challenge finding the right therapist. It's got to be someone you trust and someone you can just be open and honest about. And sometimes a lot of entrepreneurs will say, you know, but they won't understand my business. They don't have to understand your business. They just have to understand you. And, And I think that would be the biggest thing that can happen that would make the difference. From there, it's putting in place good habits. So exercise, eating, and sleep, and um, the things we never do for ourselves, take time for ourselves.
0: So amongst all of this, you know, I ask this question a lot. Is there something, what's the best piece of advice that you've received that you keep on using, that you keep on going back to? Uh, so, one that I just went back to uh, this week again. Um,
1: being active and outside makes the biggest difference, I think, of anything. Um, it's one of the simplest things you can do, and it's one of the easiest things not to do. And um, I weighed about 50 pounds more than I do now. Um, and I never, you know, wasn't was an active uh, exerciser. And um, when I went through the depression, I I happened to meet this really, really bright young guy who said, you know, I'll help you. And he said, but you have to invest the time. So I became a cyclist and I never thought that was something I would ever end up doing. I absolutely love cycling. Um, And um, that's something I always had as a big part of my life. I lost 50 pounds and I always called it cycle therapy because like when I was on the bike, things were better and just being out. So hiking has also been a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. something happened this summer. I started to slide into another depression. And sadly, the first thing I gave up was the bike. And and I look back and I can't believe I did it. Mm -hmm. And it's only been the last week or so that, you know, I've been back on the bike and it's funny how it actually gave me that little sense of agency about my own life, that it's one thing that I own that i have got this time for myself so if there's one piece of advice i would give give entrepreneurs it would be to make that time to be active and particularly if it can be outside there's just something my my mother had this old saying get out in the air and let the wind blow the stink off um and you know there's a lot of truth in that that just getting out and, and feeling the air getting the sun whatever it is it does make you feel better okay. um the second thing is to talk to somebody like whether it's a therapist or whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member, a lot of times friends and family members will try to fix you. Um, They've got this you know, kind of, there's nothing malicious. They just wanna help. So they often try to, I always say, fix you. And I don't wanna be fixed. Um, I just wanna be able to talk. Um, So having that time to talk and having that time for yourself, those are the two biggest things you can do for yourself.
0: That's, That's really good. You know, I I think you know. I mean, with with the pandemic or anything, the the sort of the last six months that we've all, all been, you know, not enjoying, if you like. Um, is, is there anything you can sort of give on that in terms? I mean, you know, we are at a, a very you know bad time for for entre for many many of our entrepreneurial colleagues. Is there anything you can sort of suggest to them that that, uh, that may, may you know that you you may have found useful in, in your, your your journey and yeah, the, the, i strongly
1: feel that although the, the physical health and and the economics um have been horrendous you know the lasting impact from the pandemic will be a mental health impact mm-hmm. um, i think it's affected people particularly young People way more than than we understand right now, and depending on how the winter goes, I think it could you know have an even uh, heavier effect. The, I think one of the biggest things that I would really try to encourage entrepreneurs right now, like as I mentioned, we 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 associate ourselves so much with the business. Right now, it's really tough. Uh, there's there's you know there's some businesses that are doing well because of what. You know placement or position they're in in the sector, there's a lot that are going through some really challenging times. To be able to separate yourself from that, that it's not you, it's the business. Mm-hmm. Um, so finding ways to to get that separation is really important. Um, sadly, there'll be businesses that will fail. That doesn't mean that you are a failure. Um, there's going to be a lot of business that are facing downturns and and not you know, getting the capital, getting the revenues that, that they had hoped or had planned for. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's not you, that's, that's the landscape we're in. Um, so I know right now, like, you know, we launched our product in February, like a month before the the shutdown. And I thought, oh, couldn't have been better timing on that one. Um, but actually, we've had sales and I have to watch myself because, you know, people will say, well, you've done OK, like despite the pandemic. And my first response has always been, but not to the level I'd hoped. And I've changed that lately. And like, God, you just you just can't give it up, can you? So it's looking at, yeah, we we've done okay, we've made it through. And you know, we're positioning ourselves for next year. And you know, and again, like everything you can do to separate your identity, like who you think you are from the business, I think the safer places you're gonna be in because you're you're looking at it as as a thing, as a business. It's something that's really important to you, but it's not you. Um, so that way, no matter what happens, you can recognize that you've got your own value and this whatever has happened has been because of the pandemic and you can make the right decisions.
0: That's super, super super input. Michael, it's been a great session. Um, I always say how can people Get a hold of you, you know, if they listen to this, uh, they, they may want to come connect with you or by email, or whatever you feel uh, is the right way for them to connect with you, basically.
1: And I'm always happy to, to talk to people and always open. Um, the website is uh, workinsights.io mm-hmm. um, and uh, there'll be a contact there to get me. Mm-hmm. I have the longest email probably around, so it's always hard, but it's,
0: <laughs>
1: I'll give it anyway. It's mdivinny at bluetoedivinny.com. So um, I think it's probably easier just to go to the website. Yeah. And there's a contact there and that'll come through to me. Okay. Uh, so workinsights.io is the easiest place to find me.
0: Okay, Michael, look, look, thank you for coming on. I, I, I'm sure a lot of people have the benefit of listening to this and uh, uh, it's been really, really useful for me as well. Thank you.
1: i really appreciate the opportunity philip and, and thank you for having me on it's been a pleasure